Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, but boys and girls and patriots of all ages. Welcome to In Black and Right. We are still the new definition of color commentary, and I am still your host, Jerry Brooks, the baby-faced assassin of all things conservative, fighting for free speech and freedom of thought and any other freedom that the Constitution happens to have. Today, folks, we're going to be taking on a really big subject, and that is education. And yes, education is a major, not just political issue, but cultural issue as well. With woke uh, ideology going through school districts all over the country, parental rights, parental involvement, and everything else education-wise, I happen to be blessed to be living in the state of Florida, which has probably been the leader in a lot of these reforms uh, in education, dealing with CRT and other woke ideologies. And I am now very blessed to have, as my very special guest today, Mr. Ted Rausch, who happens to be the superintendent of the Swanee County, Florida School District, uh, certainly somebody who is an expert, more than me anyway, on a uh, subject of things Florida-related in education. And Superintendent Rauch, are you there, sir? Yes, good morning, Jerry. How are you this morning? Oh, fine, thank you, sir. Greatly appreciated. Now, <clears throat> uh, just so uh, my listeners can get a little bit of just some of your background, uh, how long have you been the superintendent of Swanee County, Florida? I was elected uh, to office in 2016, November of 2016 is when I took office. And uh, uh, just a, maybe a brief background about uh, sure. Your, sure. Uh, your career in education. Sure. Uh, very briefly, I am a product of the Swanee County School District, graduated from Branford High School in the southern end of our district, uh, attended uh, North Florida Community College at that time, Florida State University, Florida A&M University for a master's in educational leadership. I've worked in uh, three uh, public school districts in the state of Florida, Taylor County, Columbia County, and Suwannee. And uh, this is my 27th year overall. I've been a teacher, assistant principal, principal, assistant superintendent for the district as well as superintendent currently. Okay, so now we've set, uh, established that you are certainly a highly experienced person in the uh, education field in the state of Florida. Now, what's really got interested to me and what I've heard all over the country, and I'm sure you probably got a little bit of flack uh, after Governor DeSantis signed the Parental Rights in Education Bill, not the Don't Say Gay Bill. Uh, what, did you get any sort of reaction, positive, negative, uh, after uh, the governor signed the bill? Well, I've had the opportunity to uh, speak a, a couple times in the community uh, since that legislation was dealt with in the House, House Bill uh, 1557, specifically dealing with parental rights. And uh, that has been a topic uh, near and dear to the governor and to the legislature over the last couple of sessions. Uh, you know, the comments that uh, have come from the folks that I have had conversation with here in Swanee County, at least, uh, appreciate the bill. Uh, and, and in some ways don't think it goes far enough. And we can certainly unpack that a little more in, in, in the course of our conversation. Uh, however, it certainly is, is fair to say that the state of Florida is an extremely, extremely diverse state and that the southern part of the state, when you're talking about Miami, 
uh, Dade, Broward, uh, Palm Beach, those areas look representatively much, much different than the North Florida districts and the Panhandle districts uh, along the northern part of the state like we are. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and I had a feeling because uh, the large, have you gotten any uh, from your counterparts in other uh, parts of the state, perhaps Central Florida? Because uh, I, from what I understand, there was a student protest walkout, I believe, in Winter Park, uh, Florida, <laughs> and those type of things. Uh, have you heard uh, anything uh, yeah. from your counterparts in other parts of the state about this? Sure, sure. Uh, just as recently as last week, Jerry, I know the Duval County School Board was dealing with their uh, dealing with some of their uh, information that they have in their school board policy that deals with the LGBTQ community. And they had uh, several hundred individuals show up at that board meeting to speak uh, to the board uh, about this, both on the side of the parental rights bill and those that are staunchly uh, opposed to it and vigilantly working uh, in many ways to, 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 to undo it. Mm. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, there's certainly been that, uh, especially from uh, Disney down there in Orange yeah. and Osceola County. And I, <laughs> and I thought to myself, are you kidding? Disney, you're messing with the, probably the most popular and most powerful governor in the nation. This will not end well. <laughs> That's exactly right. Yes. And now... And now the Reedy Creek uh, Improvement District is pretty much uh, uh, on its way to extinction because of that. But as you previously mentioned in Duval County, and that is the Jacksonville area, uh, have you had anything like that in Swanee County? Uh, those type of meetings where you had those strongly in favor and strongly opposed? You know, Jerry, we have not had any, uh, we have not had any uh, uh, visitors to our school board workshops or school board meetings on this particular topic. Uh, and, and, it, and, you know, it, it, it's one of those things that uh, to me is, is common sense. I, I don't know how anybody in their right mind could argue that it was okay to discuss any type of uh, gender or sexual orientation identities uh, with students in, in, in grades K through three. Why, why would anybody think that, that there's a place for that in the schoolhouse? And so I've really had a hard time, quite frankly, wrapping my head around what is so controversial about this particular bill. Why, why would that be expected in any case for children to be a part of those types of conversations, especially at those grade levels? You know, I personally don't believe that uh, the topics of those conversations really exist in K-12, to be quite honest with you. Uh, you know, we, we're, we should be about the work of, of educating students to read, to write, to do uh, math, to learn uh, appropriate uh, history, world and American history. Uh, and, and, you know, why, why, why do we have to bring uh, sexual orientation or gender identity into the school environment at all? I mean, I don't really believe it has a place here. And is that pretty much the majority opinion of many of your uh school board members and those in the community? As, as best that I can tell in my informal dialogue with, with folks in conversation, the majority of people in this area uh, that I represent do feel that way. Um, you know, it, it's, it's, uh, it's just mind boggling to me. We, we don't allow our adults, we shouldn't allow our, our adults not come to school each day, whether driving a bus or teaching in a classroom. That, you know, 
their sexual orientation, sexual identity, or whatever, those things aren't part of the conversation. They're here to do a job. We're here to educate kids. And so I strongly believe that any issues or any concerns that a child has, uh, regardless of age, that's still in the K-12 arena, uh, or a parent has regarding their child's uh, issues around those types of uh, topics, really, really need to be in the home setting and don't need to involve the school. And uh, well, speaking of that, uh, have you had, have there been any teachers uh, in your school district uh, that have uh, perhaps not quite gotten the memo about keeping their lot, that life and their professional life separate? Or is that not been a problem with Swanee County? Uh, we have not had any issues regarding that on the job or in the workplace uh, as a part of uh, as a part of any kind of discussion or a part of any uh, uh, adversarial relationship uh, between those folks uh, that might have a different viewpoint than myself and the school district. Uh, I do know that there are folks out there that do work for the school district that ver- via their personal Facebook or in- or, or social media uh, life outside of the school. Uh, are not in favor of and, and, and sympathize with those staunchly opposed uh, to the parental rights bill. Uh, but they have not brought that into the, into the work environment. And I appreciate that. It should not be brought into the work environment, just like it shouldn't be brought, brought into the educational environment uh, for our students. And same with uh, teachers unions. Have they uh, perhaps uh, given uh, you or, your, or the district or the members of your board uh, any sort of flack or grief? Uh, not at this point. Uh, not at this point. I do know that uh, you know that's not the prevailing opinion, generally speaking, of of uh, of national and, and statewide unions. Uh, they certainly have not been in support of this bill that I can find anywhere. But locally, with our local uh, service unit union that we that we interact with for the purposes of, of salary negotiation and contract language for teachers and staff. Uh, that has not been an issue that they've been willing to bring to the table at this point. Mm, wow. <laughs> that, that just seems so strange to me because when you, because I've seen a lot of the national media, uh, the misinformation, the false narratives on social media. And I thought, well, could Swanee County somehow be a, a and they're, and you're not dealing with that to the same level as other, but like maybe Jacksonville, Tampa, Orlando, Miami Dade, and I thought, wow, I like living here. Well, <laughs> um, I think you do. You bring up a very, very important point. If I, if I can speak to it briefly, if we have time, mm-hmm. uh, because these larger areas, larger metropolitan areas that we have around the state and around the nation, quite frankly, usually house uh, large media outlets. They have access to major TV stations in their, in their immediate viewing area. They are the ones that tend to get, uh, they, they're the ones that tend to get the press and the broadcast. I would submit to you that uh, in the state of Florida, while you hear you know, most of the time about what's going on in Leon or Alachua or uh, Duval or Hillsborough around the Tampa area, central Florida with Orange County and, and you mentioned Disney and Orlando and certainly your South Florida uh, large districts, those districts tend to get the attention and there's this 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 uh, uh, misinformation or disinformation, however you want to categorize it, that somehow it must be that way in all 67 school districts. There are a large majority of school districts uh, like ours 
that, uh, you know, that, that have, are not having these issues and not having these problems with their, uh, with their, with their, with their kids, with, uh, you know, making an issue of it with parents making issue of this bill or with board members or unions for that matter, make it, you know, uh, having taking issue with this bill. I would dare say that more Florida school districts, uh, if asked one-on-one like this as a superintendent uh, interview would, would probably uh, be in the same mindset that I'm, uh, I'm in here with you today. Mm, okay. And I'm assuming that there's a pretty healthy uh, degree of parental involvement uh, with a lot of this. Well, you know, there's, there's always a need for more uh, healthy parental involvement. What we tend to see, Jerry, is that at the elementary grades, parents and grandparents and those guardians that are raising children uh, tend to be more involved in those kindergarten through fifth grade years. And as kids go up into the middle school and high school, they become less and less involved, quite frankly, because those kids at that age don't want those, <laughs> I don't want their parents around as much in the school environment. Uh, but uh, we, have, we have a very healthy a relationship with our local parent-teacher associations, or APTs, uh, that, that we call them here locally. Uh, we've got some very, very strong, uh, hardworking, supportive parents that uh, uh, you know su- support uh, the education of their children. And those groups and none of those organizations have have had any issue uh, with this legislation uh, that was passed and and and, and put into law. Now, uh, Governor DeSantis. Uh, also had further legislation uh, stopping uh, critical race theory and other woke agenda items, even in textbooks. And and I saw the signing ceremony, but what was interesting, a gentleman named uh, Jack Brewer, who I met myself back in Orlando at CPAC in February, Apparently, he, and he's, a, he's from Florida here, and he does a lot of great work, from what I understand, with uh, at-risk youth, um, a lot of minority kids, and it's great work. But apparently, uh, he showed up there at the signing ceremony with some of the kids from his, one of his schools uh, who held up signs against CRT, and apparently that seemed to get the ire mm. of... Uh, MS uh, DNC host Joy Reid, I call it child abuse, which I thought was absolutely moronic uh, for one, uh, moronic and, well, frankly, demonic, uh, but that's just me. Uh, but CRT has also been a big issue. Uh, I mean, now, I'm assuming it's not that much of an issue in, the, in Suwannee County. Uh, no, uh, no, it's not. Uh, we, uh, you know, we, we, we want, we want uh, our kids to all have and feel valued. And we don't expect any child because of how they're born uh, to, to, to be taught or to be uh, instructed in any way, shape or form uh, to feel like they're responsible for the plight of somebody else uh, or another race. And in many cases that they had no part in. Uh, in, in, you know, history in previous years past. Uh, it, it, this whole idea uh, to me is, is, is just something that is a, another distractor. Uh, it's another uh, item, I think, that is causing uh, divisiveness among people, uh, un, unnecessarily so. And it just needs to be left. It just needs to be left out of schools and out of uh, school curriculum. And to our governor's credit, he's done a fantastic job in conjunction with our 
um, our education department, education commissioner, uh, of reviewing textbooks that are submitted for review and adoption uh, to be a part of the state list uh, and, and, and have, have made, quite frankly, publishers remove items that they felt were, um, uh, were CRT in nature from, from, from textbooks. Yeah, um, I mean, I, this is an issue that's very passionate to me. Uh, I come from a family of educators myself. Uh, my father's family had four teachers. So I, there were things I just didn't get a choice in when I was growing up. Right. You, it, it's like, you're, it wasn't a question of if I was going to college, it was a question of where um, more, than anything, <laughs> more than anything else. So, and, and I, and that, and I was born in the right at the heart of the civil rights movement in the South. I'm fifth generation, so this that issue really gets me personally, uh, not just as a commentator and podcaster. Uh, so I'm just it's nice to know that I I live in a county where that's not a problem, but I know it's uh, I know it can be. In, in of course the larger, more urban areas of the state. But uh, one last question, and I know it's gonna be a bit of a hard one. From what I understand, you being a, a person of faith, and especially now dealing with the highly toxic issue of trans sports, uh, men competing in women's sports. Uh, I still remember the situation in Loudoun County, Virginia, which I, and it seems like you're well aware of, yeah. where uh, not once but twice uh, the superintendent of that district tried to cover up two uh, sexual assaults. Now, I know this is, it, it's, it's toxic. <laughs> And I know it can be tough, but it's there. And yeah, you're seeing it in colleges, but you're also probably going to be seeing it in high schools. Now, from what I understand, uh, it might not be an issue in Swanee County. Oh, oh hello. <laughs> might not be an issue in Swanee County, but how are, from what you know of from your counterparts in other parts of the state, how, how are they tr trying to deal with that issue? Well, Jerry, we, we do have we have had students that uh, uh, that, that that claim to be a trans uh, or experiencing or feeling like or wanting to identify as a member of the opposite uh, sex of which they're biologically defined. And so we have we have dealt uh, very carefully uh, numerous times and continue to do so with those issues. Uh, generally speaking, those issues are dealt with with school administration, guidance counselors, in conjunction with parents. And uh, we've been able to mitigate most of those issues on a case-by-case -case basis, uh, understanding that uh, you know, we certainly are not seeking to control what those parents or what the students feel outside of the school environment. Uh, but make no mistake, uh, I am absolutely, I'm completely opposed to having any male, biological male, uh, participate in female sports uh, because they feel like they identify as female. Uh, or for that matter, a female that I want to identify as male participating in male sports. Uh, I don't know what's so hard about this. We are designed, and you brought up the, you know, you, you brought up earlier that 
I guess, as a person of faith, I don't, I just don't believe that this is a big, a hard issue. Uh, you know, we're born male and female. That's the bottom line. We are designed differently. We are built differently. And that's, that, that's okay. Uh, but, you know, just as I can't wake up this morning and say, you know, hey, Jerry, I feel like I want to be, uh, I want to identify as black today. So I'm going to identify as black. I mean, how ridiculous is that? Any more than you're going to wake up this morning and say, hey, Ted, you know, I'm not identifying as white today. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm not getting into that. And, and but it, to, to Jerry, I know you're laughing. And but it is to me, it's just that simple. I mean, it, it, it's just that simple. And, and I think that uh, uh, the woke left has taken these ideas of things that I thought would never be a part of the conversation nationally and made it a part of mainstream conversations, though these are legitimate positions, though these are legitimate arguments to be having. They're not legitimate. They're not legitimate on any level. Uh, it, it's just plain and simple. And so uh, we will continue to, 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 uh, to uh, uh, protect uh, female sports. Uh, we will con- continue to protect male sports and uh, strongly believe that's the right thing to do. And, uh, and it, it's just kind of interesting because when this issue came up, uh, started coming up, and I thought to myself, hasn't anybody ever mentioned Title IX? Exactly. I mean, it's been yeah. around. This is the actually this year is the 50th anniversary of Title IX when it was adopted, and I thought, wait a minute. I, I mean, there are some uh, female athletes, biologically female athletes, who are sort of standing up but not on a massive level and but i'm glad that your your district is dealing with this on a case-by-case basis i mean it might not be a huge amount but you know and i had a feeling even swanee county with its more conservative more traditional values mindset would probably deal with this at some level but uh i appreciate uh your taking time out today uh uh, uh, to your busy schedule, because I'm sure you have plenty to do, especially on a Monday morning. But I do want to thank you, uh, Superintendent Roush, for taking time out to uh, speak to me and to my audience, sir. Thank you. Well, Mr. Brooks, thank you so very much. I appreciate the opportunity. Oh, Mr. Brooks was my late father, Jerry, to my friends. But thank, Jerry, you. thank you very much. But, but thank you so much for taking time out. Have yourself a terrific week, sir. You as well. Thank you, sir.